Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study the prophet Ezekiel, the Navi Yechezkel. We are in the middle of studying chapter 16, which is a very long and very difficult chapter. So I have to divide it into many parts. Today we are going to do 16c. And we're going to start where we left off with verse 25. The last verse we read was verse 24, and we read of, we were reading about Ezekiel's parable, his description of the Jewish people and comparing them to a unfaithful wife. The descriptions were quite vivid with very um, intense sexual imagery designed in a way that hopefully that Ezekiel was hoping would reach the people's hearts so that they would understand and get the message. Um, the uh, As we have seen until now in this entire book that Ezekiel kept trying different methods, different ways, uh, whether it was through symbolic acts, through um, using uh, uh, images of dreams and so on. And now he's in this series of parables. And right now he's in the middle of the parable of the harlotress or unfaithful wife and the uh, um, the last verse we just read was where we saw that after God had given the people everything that they needed he gave them wealth he gave them beauty he gave them health he gave them food he gave them um, everything they needed and the 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 nimshal the uh, what the parable is referring to is how God took us out of Egypt. We were a, a enslaved nation. We were nothing. We were um, abused. Took us out of Egypt, brought us to the desert, gave us the Torah, gave us a mission, gave us a purpose, brought us to the land of Israel, built us the temple, gave us a kingdom, gave us the ability to influence the world for good, gave us a, so much beauty and so much greatness but we took that and completely used it for ourselves. And we just learned the essence of the mistake was in verse 24, which was, Vativni lach gev. We built for ourselves a, a, a mound, a high place, a place for us to stand above others, a ramah, a high place in every street. This place was to show off, so to speak, our beauty, to show off how great we were, and to gain from it by bringing new lovers, um, uh, by bringing others in and learning from their corrupt and evil ways. So it, again, it was arrogance. It was the arrogance of thinking that all of this greatness that we had was our own um, that led to this horrific mistake. The descriptions we're going to read here today from verse 25 are going to get even more and more graphic and more terrible. El Kol Rosh, this is verse 25, in every El Kol Rosh Derech Banis Ramasech, you built these high places and these mounds at the beginning of every road. In other words, you look to every path around you, every path of idolatrous, corrupt, and um, and uh, promiscuous and um, uh, uh, culture that surrounded you, you followed. You didn't just find one and say, oh, this is the good one, but you kept looking for more corrupt ways, more disgusting things, more ways to reject God and follow other paths. And you, your beauty that you had, you made it disgusting because you mm -hmm. used it for all of the wrong purposes. 
and you opened your legs to everyone who passed by and you and you did and you went on your harlotrous ways in all kinds of ways I did actually finish read this verse at the end of the last one I'm sorry I forgot but it's okay we just reviewed it but and now this verse 26 is new but and then you turned to the people of Egypt. This is a reference, we had this throughout the book of Isaiah, throughout the, the book of Jeremiah, how the Jews kept on looking, how the people of Judea kept on looking to other nations for strength. And Isaiah specifically spent a lot of time criticizing the people. Don't look there for strength. When you look there for strength, you become like them, you become dependent on them, you learn their corrupt ways. Look to God for strength. This was... Um, how how um isaiah said it ezekiel now is comparing our the the people of judea is looking to all the other countries around them rather than to god as a way and he's using this parable by comparing it to a, a woman who rather than looking to her husband looks to gain her satisfaction and pleasure from from everyone else but tisni and you went and you uh, um you you became a, a, you acted as a as a prostitute towards the the uh, people of Egypt, Shechinayach, your neighbors, Gidlei Vasar, and and I know this is difficult to read, but it literally means with large penises. They wanted someone who was a better lover than their husband. Gidlei Vasar also has been translated by some as meaning they were fat and engorged with physical pleasures, uh, but the. The, the actual meaning here is Gidlei Vosar, like I said, in order to make me angry, you did it even more and more and more. You found new places and new people to go to, new lovers. And now I am going to stretch out my hand against you, and I am going to withhold your allotment of food. I, this is God saying he's going to punish me. And I am going to... Um, Give you over to the souls of those that hate you, Benos Plishtim, the daughters of the Philistines, those are their enemies. And even they, Hanichlamos Midarkechzima, they are disgusted and embarrassed by your by your lewd and and, and disgusting behaviors. Vatizni, and then then after you looked at Egypt, you looked down to another nation, Vatizni Albani Ashri, you looked at the people of Assyria. Uh, this reminds us of how Achaz disobeyed the the um the advice of Ishayo of Isaiah, the king, and he went and he signed alliances with Assyria. And it did not satisfy you. In the end, it, of course, it backfired against you. But you went and you uh, played the harlot with them. And you, were, and you were not satisfied by them either. So then you continued to look around. Then you did it even more towards the land of Canaan. Now here, the land of Canaan does not mean the land of Canaan, which is the land of Israel, but rather it means the land of Canaan, the land of, of the merchants, which is Kastima, the Chaldeans. You look towards them to the Babylonians, and you didn't get satisfied with them either. Your heart was so sick and so twisted, says the Lord God. You are so messed up. You're constantly looking to all the wrong places. 
rather than looking to God, rather than looking to your husband. You used all the things that I gave you to try to get benefit from everyone around you, except not from me, is what God is saying. When you did when you did all these things, the, the, you acted like a, a woman who is a harlot, who is promiscuous. That is what ruled over you. That spirit ruled over you and not the spirit of God. When you built that heap and mound on every road, every single road outside of your own land. And this high places you built on every street. You were not like an ordinary prostitute who praises the gifts that she gets. She says, oh, I, I you know, the, like the Radak explains, an ordinary prostitute is doing it just for money because she needs it. You didn't need it. You, um, she, she would say, oh, I, you know, I, you, I, you only gave me this present, I want a better present. Because she's doing it for the presents. For you, anything was enough. Whatever they gave you was enough because all you were, because you didn't need it and all you were doing it just for your own gratification. You are like an adulterous wife who under, while, while still with her husband, she goes and takes strangers instead of her husband. She could easily have taken her husband, but instead she goes to strangers. Every, every prostitute gets gifts. However, but you you were doing the opposite. You were giving to them all of your things. This is a, a clearly a reference to when um, the king Chizkiyahu, uh, uh gave the gifts and showed off his gifts to the Babylonians um, when they came to visit as, as, as pride and, and Isaiah criticized him. Um, he's saying, you're giving gifts. And they're constantly, and so many times throughout the history, we had cases where the, the, the kings would raid the temple treasures and give those gifts to, to, to other countries uh, to pay uh, tribute and things like that. So you're giving gifts rather than getting gifts. And you bribed them. You're constantly looking towards those other nations for help and support rather than to God. From all around you while you're doing your harlotry. You are the opposite of other women when you are doing these things. You are the opposite because in those cases, most women, people are soliciting the women, are going after the women, trying to entice them by giving them offerings of payment, etc. In your case, you went after them. You were going after the lovers, enticing them to come to you. Therefore, O harlotrous one, listen to the word of God. This is going to be your punishment. This is verse 36. So says the Lord your God. Because of the um, because the 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 uh, the uh, this best translation I saw is the brazen the uh, you poured out your brazenness, and you revealed your nakedness. You allowed the others in. When you went and had all these relationships with all of your lovers, and all of these disgusting kilulim uh, we translated several times, meaning all of the items and fetishes and things that are used in the idol worship. And it's also meant to portray uh, uh, things 
<coughs> that involve uh, a promiscuity, and at worst you handed over your children, the blood of your own children, that you gave over as you went to all of these uh, liaisons, you, you gave over and, and, and sacrificed your own children, therefore because of this, now the suffering that's going to come is going to come from all of those people, all of those nations that you look to for support, um, they're I'm gathering all of them, all of those lovers, the ones who you um, were, 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 were making yourself uh, sweet to them and, and trying to ingratiate yourself to them. All those ones that you loved, and uh, and even those countries that you didn't that you did not like, but I'm gathering all of them. I'm gathering them upon you from around you. Now I'm truly going to reveal your weakness. They're going to see your nakedness, meaning they're going to see your weakness. I'm going to judge you. The judgment that is due to those who commit adultery and those who commit murder. That's a reference to the murder of the children. And I'm going to put upon you the blood of vengeance and the blood of anger. I'm going to place them in your hands, again predicting the coming destruction. And your, um, all of your high places are going to be smashed and torn down. A reference to the places where they committed these acts of idolatry and, and corruption. They're going to tear off your clothes. They're going to take all of your treasures. And they're going to leave you naked and, and bare. They will assemble a large group of soldiers against you. And then they're going, this is the image of a mob uh, or people coming to execute someone who was found guilty of a terrible crime. They're going to stone you with stones, but it's a reference to the armies that are assembled, are going to assemble against Jerusalem. And they're going to um, stab you, pierce you, uh, impale you with their swords. They're going to burn your homes in flame. And they're going to execute judgments upon you. In the eyes of many women, um, uh, this is a, a reference to the women in the countries around the Nashim, the the Philistine women that we just mentioned before that were disgusted by their neighbors' actions. No longer will you pay fees to get lovers, and but rather they're going to destroy all of this this promiscuity and put a stop to this uh, unfaithfulness. And I am going to when 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 I'm finished with my anger, and my anger is gone from you, I will then be quiet below and I will no longer be mad. This is a tiny little silver lining. This verse 42 that I just read, that God is stating that it will be over. There's still a lot more to go, and I hope next time in 16d to finish this chapter. I wanted to end here at verse 42 because it's a slight silver lining in a very awful chapter. I do want to make this point that Ezekiel here is bringing up many of the criticisms that many of the prophets have been criticizing over time, but he brought it out in such a graphic and such a um, um, explicit way 
and in this case using explicit sexual imagery which is just another method trying to reach the people Ezekiel was hoping that maybe if he uses this and this explicit method maybe he'll arouse in the people that anger by by explaining the the feeling that a husband would have whose 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 wife acts in such a way he might be able to get the people to realize their sin right, so thank you so much for studying chapter 16c looking forward to studying chapter 16d and of course the rest of this chapter and the rest of this book of ezekiel together have a wonderful day